are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. If this were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier, <laughs> just so long as I'm the dictator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Animal Farm Radio Show broadcasting on the WFU Radio Network. The date today is November the 21st, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow turkey decapitators, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. <laughs> Python the soundboard. Hello. We've got another classic episode for everybody tonight. We've got some updates on yesterday's news, uh, more economic news, the standard ridiculous news, and that classic Animal Farm analysis straight ahead. You are on the farm. You need to pray for the good Lord. Protect America. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. It's really too bad that that Palin video doesn't have more of a uh, an audio appreciative appreciative yeah. quality to it because it really is something to see, uh, folks. You go and check it out, Sarah Palin with the the turkey pardon video. It's all over, and I'm sure at YouTube now it's got to have at least about four hundred. But go to animalfarmshow.com yeah. to check it out. Yes, of course. Don't go to any of those no, yeah, no. places. Yeah, try, try to go through animalfarmshow.com, of course. <laughs> but it is uh, quite the video, and I would suggest anybody out there just check it out. It is funny. But speaking of the ridiculous and the crazy and the sickly and the unbelievable, we will start off like we always do here at the Animal Farm with those, um, you know, mentionless articles. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to start off pretty bad right here. Teen kills his own father and himself over a fast food argument. Oh, boy, here uh, out of Texas. Unbelievable. Uh. Authorities in Texas say a teenage boy fatally shot his father during an argument over a fast food order, then killed himself. Galveston County Sheriff's officials say the violence occurred Sunday at the family home southeast of Houston. 16-year-old Robert Lee Mueller Jr. had returned home with the wrong food order for his father, 59-year-old Robert Lee Mueller. Both died late Tuesday after nearly two days in a Houston hospital. The father was shot once in the head, and the boy shot himself after the police arrived, Ben. So, chicken wow. ass, chicken shit. Just, uh, you know, hard to believe. <laughs> well, we'll go, uh, we'll continue on here. Sex party to be Australia's newest political party. So things are happening in Australia, Ben. <laughs> we talked about the, uh, the, I represent actual... Miller and I represent the sex party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you know, let, let's go out of Sydney. The name may seem like a joke, but the Australian sex party is serious. Serious about sex, according to their slogan. The county's newest, excuse me, the country's newest political party is also serious about a number of other issues. Quashing a government proposal for a national internet filter that would block 10,000 websites. Instituting a national no! sex education curriculum oh, and pushing for the legalization of gay marriage. The party launched Thursday at Sexpo. That's how it is, Sexpo. An annual sex exhibition in Melbourne has already gathered the required 500 members and plans to register with the Electoral Commission next week. 
while most of its members are drawn from Euros. Uh, Australia's National Adult Industry Association, the sex party, believes it can attract a broader base. Euros. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> Quote, we're concerned about the Australian government becoming a nanny state and about this conservative creep in politics. Partly convener the uh, Euros, the E-R-E-O's. Eros. I don't know what the hell that is, but hmm. head of Fiona Patton told the Associated wow. Press by phone. So there you go. Sex party. And then we talked about some other thing that happened in Australia. I guess this is kind of when our, during our first, our test show. Uh-huh. There was actually like these sex parties, I mean, these actual gatherings where it's just, it's naked, topless parties. And we were saying that we wanted to get nice. tickets to that. But when I look at his ass, I lick my child. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Finally, for me here, Ben, we'll, we'll go on to your ridiculous articles. But two children survive a 50 foot plunge in a minivan. This is, I read this. And I mean, this just is amazing out of uh, Washington. A six year old girl helped protect her little brother when the van they were in began rolling backwards towards a cliff near their home. The van was parked in the driveway of the kid's family home, and their mom had just run inside to put the newspaper in the house. In the mere moments that she was gone, the van somehow started rolling backwards, and little Catherine Whitman took action. Listen to this. She unbuckled her seatbelt and moved the, uh, to the driver's seat, okay? She said she tried to, to turn the wheel so it would go, you know, into the field and not off the cliff, but she said it kept, uh, you know, going backwards, so I guess the wheel was locked. Mm-hmm. Catherine's mom, Sue Whitman, told KGW she then jumped back into her car seat, put, uh, put, put her seatbelt on, back, you know, back on, took the blanket that was in the back and threw it over her and her brother to protect her from any glass oh, that God. was shattered. How old was she? She was, um, I'm trying to actually find that out here. Yeah, okay, I don't even Pretty know. Pretty damn impressive. Yeah, I'm getting there. Wow. <laughs> and by that time, Sue said the van was already about 50 feet down the hill, located right next to the South Toodle River. Once it stopped moving, Catherine climbed out of the van, grabbed onto branches and bushes to pull her away from the embankment. She came whipping into the house and said, Mama, there was an accident. Sue recalled, so I came out, no van. Um, well, the son was 18 months, but I can't seem to find the damn age of the, of the girl here. Oh, six-year-old. She was six years old. Wow. 60 or 70. Six years old. and That's she had, very impressive. That's extremely impressive. That's what I wanted to share with you. But, Ben, what, nice. do, you, what do you have for the crazy? Um, this, this is crazy. It's, it seems funny when you first listen to it. Is it crazy? Not. Okay, go ahead. Two-year-old boy takes Viagra every day to survive. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't tell me that. I, it, it's, it's funny, but then you, you read it, and then it's not funny because this poor two-year-old kid is, uh, you know, have a, has a serious condition here. Yeah, L- uh, little Calvin Mutiza is only two years old, but he takes Viagra four times a day, and without it, he would die. Calvin was first prescribed the impotence drug when he was uh, just three months old. Now he is believed Goodness. to be Britain's youngest regular Viagra user, having taken the drug for up to six times a day for the past 30 months. Calvin has pulmonary artery uh, hypertension, a rare condition that causes his blood pressure to be dangerously high. This starves his lungs of oxygen-rich blood. The youngster uh, struggles for breath, and his heart has to work twice as hard to force his blood uh, blood into blood to his lungs. Viagra relaxes his pulmonary artery, which carries blood to the lungs and allows more blood and oh oxygen goodness. through. So, oh my god! Uh, what about the other effect, though? I mean, there's got to be some kind of yeah, I know. Well, on, he's, he's two years old. He can't get a heart on yet, I guess. Well, I know, so. but geez, can I, I can only imagine what's going to happen uh, as a result. Isn't there any other medication for this kid to take other than, uh, you know, an erectile dysfunction? <laughs> know, that's a very good I question. I mean, I've heard it. I know you think they could concoct something that, that might uh, help help him out there. Well, we talked about it being used for women that suffer from depression from as a result of another medication. Yeah. Uh, in other words, they were, you know, women who were depressed took depression medication, then their sex drive went down. And I've heard of Viagra, a man, you know, a, a male drug being used for women that suffer the consequence of taking the depression drug because their sex drive goes down. I've never heard of it used like this, but, my God, all of a sudden it's a cure-all for things. But that is interesting. That's incredible. I got another one, too. Um, This one's pretty sad, actually. Teen kills himself on Justin TV. 
Oh, yeah, I have that one, too. I, I actually was going to save that for the power segment because it, it, I just can't stand all this bad news. I mean, it is, there's a it lot is more pretty, coming, but it is pretty bad. That's um, pretty horrible. Yeah. If you, if you want to go see the screenshot of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, probably no. to say what it's like we're Channel 2. Yeah, we're like the mainstream news. I mean, there's almost never a good story. It's horrible, but <laughs> it is on the website if you want to take a look at it, animalfarmshow.com. There's a screenshot of the police in his apartment. I guess he's kind of dead, and you see He was live, the, on, yeah, live on the TV live on the, the Internet, TV, yeah. killing himself, and you see all the comments in the, uh, in the chat room, and they're all like, holy crap, you know, yeah. WTF, uh, Popo is here, you know, and even some people going LOL. Um, but the saddest part about this is, is the 19-year-old Florida teen suicide death uh, that broadcast uh, Wednesday on Justin TV. People were egging him on. Saying, do it, do it. Yeah, do yeah, it. they were they were, um, they were encouraging him on the internet to do it. Yeah, Justin, mm-hmm. it was like Justin.tv or right? What's, what's the website there? I Justin.tv, mean, Justin.tv, which is, you know, uh, online streaming internet site that that shows a video and, and you know live, but it's just that's pretty sad. It's very, very that's really sad. You know, so that's it for my craziness. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, there's the uh, the big thing for me tonight, Ben, and I, I, you know, usually after the shows, I usually kind of do one more round of, of internet sweeping, and I do kind of look at the the websites that I frequent, and I, you know, I, I don't usually get too much because after eight o'clock, I mean, there's not too much printed. But last night was the exception to that rule, and I think it was almost okay. like it, it almost was as though they heard our cries last night. What we were talking about last night was how, you know, granted, we think we're going to get the same nonsense in the next four years with the Obama administration, but on Uh top of that, we're all, you know, it's repulsive to see the media warship. It's repulsive to see people and how ignorant they are with their Obama hats, and it's really horrible to just see people putting all their faith in this guy, no matter what, even though they you know, they don't know he's going to bring more war. They don't even care. It's just yeah. this whole cult icon thing. But sure enough, Ben, uh, I was looking last night, and it seems as though there's a lot of people in almost every walk of life. There's people in the media, they're just the general public, there are activists out there, and even people in government that are now starting to, you know, question things a little bit maybe take a step back and say wait a minute whoa and, and it's not just about the hitler clinton thing okay to quote jack blood's little name for her there it's not just about you know uh, clinton being the secretary of state which is expected to be done or finalized after thanksgiving we'll get yeah. to that we'll get to that but this is much more and um maybe i can get, yeah, i can try to power through these and you know what maybe i'll just read the headlines and we'll get to them individually but here are some of the headlines i saw after last night's show that i didn't see before okay wow power something in the first segment oh my Anti- <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. Anti-war group, uh, anti-war groups fear Barack Obama may create hawkish cabinet. We'll get to that. <laughs> anti-war groups wary of Obama picks. Obama! Uh, AIDS, of course, this one. Obama plans to nominate Clinton. Now, which... isn't, now isn't it? Isn't it Leary? I thought it, I thought Weary was tired. Leary is is cautious. Weary, Weary. I thought I thought Weary was tired. I thought Leary is cautious. Oh, Weary! No, Weary is tired. Weary is tired. Weary is cautious. Weary is cautious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Leary, you get that Maybe yeah, we'll... Santa will bring me a dictionary <laughs> so I can understand what you just said. We'll get to that, folks. There's one more. Oh, this is. That's this... another thing that I've been hammered on. Uh, yeah. Besides the nuclear. Nuclear thing. thing. I mean, I had the problem with anonymity. It took me a while to get that one. You know what? Oh. There you go. Okay. So uh, you're scaring me, Obama. Let the Bush ears die. This one out of Democrats.com, which is another site that I like. To to check out once in a while. And finally, um, this is a lot. I mean, actually, there's, there's many of these, but here's the other side of things. Finally, here's the, the headline, and this is from Greg Gutfield. I don't know if you guys ever check out this really humorous Ooh. and kind of stupid show. It's called uh, Red Eye. It's on Fox News. It's in, like, the 4 o'clock uh, in the morning geez. spot, you know. 
Unfortunately, my stu- is horrible. Yeah, I know. I'm up at that time, so I get to see all. It, it's you basically, it's just like a, you know, it's a, it's a disaster of a show. But this guy finally makes a good point in my mind, and, and here's the title: finally, a reason for the left to get behind the war on terror. And this is what we were, all, <laughs> yes. no, but this is what we were also talking about. Because now you have what? the, um, I guess the the Madeline Albright, not not necessarily her, but the uh, what was the the show host that we were talking about that one day. Anyway, just just the left people, the people on the left now all of a sudden getting behind the war on terror and actually kind of repeating all of the behaviors of the neocons over yep. the last eight years. Um, of course, I'm forgetting. I always forget names when I need to bring them up in conversation, which is, never helps me. Um, President-elect <laughs> accused of defrauding public. We'll get to that. So there's a lot of Obama news. I mean, just the people he's surrounding himself with now and this whole rumor about the Clinton Secretary of State. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just seems folks now we're getting all that, you know, Dashiell is in. I mean, we're getting all the people that we had during the other Clinton years. And sure enough, man, par for the course. And I was saying this right after election night. So, you know, maybe, maybe uh, we're going to turn out to be right. And I hope that we are wrong, Ben, because we don't have a very good outlook for the future. But let me start here. And we, I really want to notice him till he brought out those big chested <laughs> white women <laughs> with their tight T-shirts and their short pants. That's what a pimp does. That's right. And it breaks my heart because, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm glad I see everybody, you know, with their Obama T-shirts and their hats. And I'm glad people think that, yes, there is hope and that we're going to get back <laughs> yeah. on the right course. And I, I wish that were true. And I wish I could also be uh, in that, you know, spot. But unfortunately, when you read and you do research and you open your eyes and you think for yourself, it's hard to BS yourself once you get past that line in the sand, if you will. But let me start here. This is going to be kind of an ongoing show, and we'll dissect this. But anti-war groups fear Barack Obama may create hawkish cabinet. And like you were saying, Ben, everything's on our site now because I finally learned how to use Delicious. I'm pretty computer savvy, but I couldn't figure it out at first. So AnimalFarmShow.com, all of these articles should be there. Yes. Activists note that most of the candidates for top security posts voted for the 2002 resolution authorizing President Bush to invade Iraq or otherwise supported launching the war. Paul Richter writes this. Reporting from Washington, anti-war groups and other liberal activists are increasingly concerned at signs that Barack Obama's national security team will be dominated by appointees who favored the Iraq invasion and hold hawkish views on other important foreign foreign policy issues. No, 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 no. I guess it's not enough. (laughs) I guess it's not enough that Barack Obama openly states that, you know, basically we're going to attack Iran once we get a chance because their, you know, nuclear weapon uh, capabilities is unacceptable. And I have another article about that, too. But the activists are uneasy not only about signs that both Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton and Defense Secretary Robert M. Gates could be in the Obama cabinet, but at reports suggesting that several other shortlist candidates for top security posts backed the decision to go to war. Quote, Obama ran his campaign around the idea that war was not legitimate, but it sends a very different message when you bring in people who supported the war from the very beginning, yeah. said Kelly Doherty, executive director. That's true. It's true, but, you know, but this is what we're – this is just reiterating exactly what we had – uh, talked about last night, we were kind of on this tirade, and you know, expectedly so. Granted, you know, we're Ron Paul yes. fans, this whole thing, and you know where we come from. People listening know what our, you know, uh, our philosophies kind of surround around. You know, they yeah. they all know this, but um, now we're seeing a lot of people starting to freak out. So we'll talk about this when we get back. Uh, a lot more Obama news, some police state news, and uh, your. I wish I could say your phone calls, but we don't have the phone lines up. <laughs> AnimalFarmShow.com, folks. We shall return. Stay tuned. Anyone that would like to participate in this program, remain here. The rest of you get the f*** out of here.
Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. We often talk about the stupidity of the average American here on the Animal Farm Radio. We do, don't we? We do. And uh, <laughs> this is on the CNS News. America knows uh, Americans know American Idol better than American history. More than twice as many Americans, 56%, know that Paula Abdul is a judge on American Idol, as, as know that the uh, phrase government of the people, by the people, for the people comes from Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. 21% know that, uh, but 50%. 
56% know that uh, Paula Abdul is a judge on American Idol. And I found another article kind of linking to that, maybe not linking to it. Maybe it might, maybe my uh, link is a little bit out there. But, Furthering uh, the point, if you will, Ben. Yeah, this is uh, out of World Net Daily. Public school teachers wild on social networks. And again, where the, oh, hell, yeah, I saw that. Where the hell was I when this <laughs> stuff was happening? And I had to print this article uh, out just because I, I like the pictures, actually. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Let me <laughs> see those pictures. <laughs> Here you go. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Students see instructors in explicit photos drinking alcohol, discussing sex online. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I guess this is World Net Daily's perspective. As part of a disturbing new trend, America's <laughs> public school teachers are increasingly posting questionable and even sexually explicit information on video sharing websites and social networks frequented by youth. According to several nation, nationwide reports, students often search for their teachers on MySpace and Facebook, and some find more information about their instruct instructors than they had ever expected. The National Education Association listed a number of cases, while uh, news outlets have been consistently reporting similar incidents, including the following, um, and, it, and it goes through a list. Virginia, it's happening. Uh, uh, Florida, Colorado, Tennessee. If you want to go to the website, animalfarmshow.com, yeah. um, check, it, check it out. Check out the pictures. Ooh, that one's kind of... Let me see that one, Ben. Yeah, that one's nice, me too. Huh? Hold on. Pass it over. That's a teacher? That's that's a teacher. Hey, oh, baby. Lord. My yeah. God. No, so, well, unfortunately, I went to a Catholic high school, so I never really got to see any of this. So, yes, teachers do drink. Adults do swear and talk about sex. <laughs> yeah, and, but on uh, the social networking sites? I, on the social networking sites. I guess they're, I guess they're not too <laughs> worried God. about their professions anymore. I know when I was going into high school, high school teachers uh, weren't allowed to be seen in bars, weren't allowed to be seen anywhere. If they were, they were just totally canned instantly. Well, so. Just like the education system itself, we're lowering the standards for the kids because they're becoming so stupid, so the tests are easier to pass. I guess we're lowering the standards for teachers and the qualifications. And, and really the personalities, and I, and I mean not to go off on an education rant, I have a lot of education news. I do want to go go back to the Obama stuff, Ben. I know it's like everybody's sick of it already, but, you know, it, at least – He's my, a Mac Daddy! I, yeah, <laughs> granted that. But I just feel like there's a responsibility to keep on this guy and just yeah. to, you know, to keep the, the, the playing field somewhat. Well, everybody's so euphoric balanced. about him. It's kind of like you got to slap him out of it. Well, you got I mean, to snap him out of it. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, I just want to keep on this subject very you – because know, this is a crucial time, a very crucial time, what's going on. But just get back to the teacher thing. Uh, the other problem, I think, with the teachers of America, in America, working in America, and now the ones in college, is that teach a teaching position is one that most people just fall back onto when they're in college. Oh, I can't figure out what I want to do. All right, I'll just go into teaching. Yeah. So I think that's also the result. And, yeah, I mean, obviously with the social networking sites and everybody's partying. So we just talked about yesterday, yesterday's show, go back to the archive. <laughs> like one of the first articles I read was the uh, the teacher who sent you know topless photos of herself to a 14-year-old student. This is wonderful. And, like, they were in love and <laughs> – I mean, it's like, and, you know, of course, with me, I'm like, wow, you know, where was I when this was going on? You know, geez, my goodness. I'd but, like um, to dip you in cheese yeah. whiz and spread you over a Ritz cracker for nothing <laughs> to settle. Amen to that. But uh, moving on, I do want to get back to this because there is a lot to talk about with Barack Obama, and I think we got to talk about it. Let's do the first, pretty much first hour with him, and then we'll go off and go crazy. But uh, continuing, on, continuing on this point that people now all of a sudden already are starting to take a second look at this president and say, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? We're not, you know, this is a bait and switch, and we'll get to that too. But out of Salon.com, anti-war groups wary of Obama picks, W-A-R-Y, Ben. Nice. Rumors about the Obama cabinet have some activists worrying that the president-elect might not live up to their expectations. Hmm, thank God some, you know, people are thinking this is good. <laughs> this will help me sleep better tonight. Well, that's out of Democrats.com, right? This is out of Salon.com. Oh, we just, yeah, there was okay. one that we just read out of Democrats.com, which is nice. Uh, President-elect Barack Obama may already be 
in the process of alienating the dovish elements of his coalition for change, according to a story in Thursday's Los Angeles <laughs> Times. Some of the names being discussed as potential cabinet members in the Obama administration, current Defense Secretary Robert Gates and Senator Hillary Clinton, for example, have anti-war groups worried about the new president's foreign policy. Quote, there's, no, there's so much Obama hero warship, we're having to walk this line where we can't directly criticize him. Kevin Martin, the executive director of Peace Action, told the Times, but we are keeping, we are expressing concerns. He also said that, and that's great because that's exactly what we touched upon last night. We're saying, yeah, keep in mind too, because of the worship, because the media worship, especially uh-huh. that you never really had with Bush, except for maybe on Fox News. You can't even criticize this guy. So um, I'm glad we're getting this out before January 20th. Uh, I'll remember, I do my best work when I'm being worshipped as a god. <laughs> I, I really do like this Democrats.com article it's, right here, and I'm reading isn't it great? A, a couple of first things, and I got to read it over there because it's it's great. You know, uh, mad props at Democrats.com. To be honest, Obama, you lost me when you voted for the Patriot Act reauthorization in 2006. You lost me again when you voted for Foreign uh, Intelligence Surveillance Act amendment in 2008, and you lost me every single time you voted for yet more war funding. Don't even get me started on your vote for the $700 billion Wall Street bailout. I cast a ballot for you in November, but I just can't share in this moment of collective euphoria over your election. And that's from Democrats.com. That's really good. I like that. And, the, and the, I think at the very end of the article, there's some other – I mean, the whole article is great. And, yeah, that is on our site once again. Yeah, they give, a, they give a series of things that they yes. want him to do. Right. Um, and, and they all make sense. And, the, and, the, and, and you know, and real. basically except for the Gitmo one where it says close Gitmo and all that, yep. uh, except for that one, I don't think any of those are going to happen. And I'm still waiting for the Gitmo thing, and I'll give him the benefit well, of the doubt. he says close Gitmo and the whole system of secret prisons, right. which is uh, – Different, you know. Barack said that he's going to close Gitmo, but not necessarily the whole system of secret prisons where we wow. do rendition yeah. that we put people out on, on boats in the middle of the ocean so we could torture them. And there's no <laughs> international laws. Yeah, it's just it's just like we're going to pull troops out of Iraq. How many troops and when? But uh, I exactly. think that the theme here, Pyth, and I want to get a little bit of that. I want to get one of the, the new uh, Barack Obama songs. Is that Barack <laughs> Obama is going to knock you out? So let's let's roll that. <laughs> yeah. Once again, Pyeth and I and uh, my girlfriend Teresa, we were literally sitting over the weekend and just we came up with like 30 or 40 songs <laughs> that we're going to incorporate the Pastor Manning Obama clips in. So stay tuned for that, folks. But yeah, I mean, you know. It brings me back now that we know that Clinton is back in the in the picture now. Secretary of State possibility, and of course I'll read a little bit possibility, here. Possibility, but uh, just to give a little update, Fox big. News did confirm that President-elect Barack Obama is expected to announce Hillary Clinton as his nominee for Secretary of State after Thanksgiving. Oh, so, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's already no. pretty much he's already going to nominate. I guess. Her. I guess. Right. So I'm saying now that that news is is over, the first thing that pops into my mind was that I guess it was the final debate with Hillary Clinton and, and Barack. You know, obviously before the primaries were over before the uh, nominee was... It got really dirty. It got dirty, and, you know, there was a lot of sexual tension between the two. There was. Let's be honest. (laughs) At least I thought there was. That's true. But there was that really... There was that interesting moment, and I'm not sure if it was the final one or one of the final ones, but it was that that moment after it was over, and... uh, Oh, boy. Actually, that was was (laughs) one of the clips. (laughs) There was that moment after the debate where they kind of were, like, shaking hands, and there was, like, that whisper. Yes. And it was almost like that pat on the back, like, yep. And we we read that on our show, and we actually uh, had the the clip of the the lip reader that was was the thing, and and they were saying, this is our big chance. That's what they were saying to each other. Well, that's – that that was the theory, Uh and that's why it brings me back to that – 
But yeah, President-elect Barack Obama plans to nominate Hillary Rodham Clinton as Secretary of State after Thanksgiving. You guys all know the news. We've already read it. But uh, finally here for me, just kind of, I guess I want to make the whole 360 circle here, Ben, but um, this is the gut field thing. This is that, that stupid show, Red Eye. But this is a good point, and I think you're going to see a lot of this. Finally, a reason for the left to get behind the war on terror. You're seeing a lot of... I think it was Rachel Maddow. That was the host I was thinking about. Oh, she is the worst. And man. now, you know, now, I, last time I heard some of her show, it really sounded like she was changing a lot of her tunes. Now, all of a sudden, leftists are for the war, for the war on terror. And it's not just because of the al-Qaeda and, you know, the, the number two, and he called them the House Negro and all that. That's not just because of that. It's just because now they have their boy in office, and whatever yeah. he wants, he, they know he's open war. But yep. um, this is a good article out of Fox News. Sucks. It wasn't just Obama, however, that the terrorists smeared, and of course we're talking about uh, Al-Qaeda's number two, but also Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice. Those last two names, however, will not raise the ire of anyone in the media because being black and Republican makes that slur perfectly acceptable. But here's the real news. The terrorist insult finally makes it okay for folks in the left to support the war on terror. I mean, if there's anything as awful as bombing our country, it's being mean to Obama. Calling him names really is the equivalent to D generating the image of Muhammad, something that usually leads to death threats and flags stabbed into dying director's chest. So, I mean, he's being sarcastic, granted, but the, <laughs> the idea is anything against Obama now, you know, obviously it's unacceptable, and whatever he's going to do is going to be fine. So you're going to see the left change, I think. I, I think so. you are, Ben. But okay, we'll, we'll put the Obama stuff on hold for a bit. When we come back, plenty, plenty more. Uh, I want to talk about the... Um, the flu shot spoof. I know Ray sent that to us, but you know, we, I think we played that originally. But it's a great YouTube clip, and nice. it's got a little bit of humor in it. So we'll talk about the flu shot, and we'll uh, play the spoof clip. So stay tuned, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. He pimps white women and black women. Obama is a long leg back daddy. Here's the reason I'm not here. <laughs> Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? Where there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called brown gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. 
Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film shows. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom, freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. You're right. What if tricking your body into thinking it's already sick doesn't make you sick? What if there's not enough vaccine to go around? You should know that making your own is easier than brewing your own beer. <laughs> And it could save your life. Well, the first thing you need is a live virus. Now, is there anyone here suffering from the flu? <laughs> Sir, would you favor us by discharging directly onto these chicken embryos? Uh, I, I think I can do the help. <laughs> okay. We now have our chicken embryos and our live virus. Chicken embryos. Now, from the pickled frog jar at your local school's biology class, we'll keep that virus dead like the drug companies do with formaldehyde. Now, careful, don't get any frog in the mix. That'd be gross. Now, uh, let's add a little ether. Careful, don't fall asleep. And then we dump some detergent in there. That keeps it clean. And remember when your mother lost her mind when you played with mercury because it never leaves your body? Well, that makes it a great preservative. If you have a thermometer, yeah. staying healthy is a lot more important than room temperature. Now, all of this goes into the centrifuge, like this blender, and hey, 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 it's vaccine for the whole family. <laughs> Well, the debate over whether vaccines usually don't work or aren't fully safe 
may never end. All right, great. Excellent, excellent job. <laughs> Ray, uh, where was that? that would, Ray sent that to us. I, I think I saw that years ago, but it's called What's in a Flu Shot, and it's a YouTube video, and it's phenomenal. It's very funny. And What's in a Flu Shot? I'm going yeah, it, to it's find a good, that and post that on the site. It's a good time. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, the beginning of the clip I think is probably the best part because they ask actual people, like, hey, you know what's going on? Do you know what's in it? And these people have absolutely no idea. So it's just this incredible leap of faith that people basically take to, you know, uh, have this, you know, mystery serum, you know, put into their arms. And, hey, you know what, folks, I don't know. For me, I, I don't think you should ever, ever, no matter what, in any circumstance, ever put mercury in your body um, just because of its toxic elements. But then you have formaldehyde as well, and we talk about I thought you know. that was a really educational thing too, because no, it, it is all the, but that's what it all is. the crap that's in there. You know, it's it's and, like uh, nobody nobody really ever pays attention to what's actually in it. They just look at it and go, "Oh my gosh!" Well, they're telling me I need to get the flu shot, therefore I need to get the flu shot. Right. And I do have this article, uh, this this um, audio clip from Fox sure. News, where they're actually propagandizing this this flu shot, and, and this is actually funny to hear after after just hearing something like that. So here it is. Rosalind Little is getting her annual flu shot to protect herself and her kids. I have 19-month-old twin boys, and I know it's important to get it for their sake. So you don't give them the flu, and so you don't get the flu. And they don't give me the flu. (laughs) This year, the flu vaccine protects against completely new strains of the virus. This is the first time in many years that all three strains are changed. And this is based on global surveillance to know what kind of viruses are circulating and likely to be in the... <laughs> Doesn't she sound brilliant? <laughs> Doesn't just, she sound like the smartest lady in the world? incredible. I mean, yeah. wow, I never heard of this. Tell me more about this global surveillance. <laughs> How are they surveilling the globe in order to find out more about the flu, back, the <laughs> flu virus? Dr. Jane incredible. is the New York City Assistant Commissioner for the Bureau of Immunization. <laughs> Last year's flu shot or flu vaccination will not protect you against this year's influenza. You must get a new vaccine this year. Also new in 2008, for the first time, the flu shot is recommended for all kids from six months old up to the age of 18 to keep them healthy this season. They end up having to go to their doctor because they're sick. They may end up in the emergency room and they may get antibiotics that they don't need. And all of this can be prevented with an annual flu vaccine. It's also recommended for everyone over 50, and it's optional for all of us who are in between and healthy. I get one every year. I'm still a bad patient. She gets one live on the air. Stupid bitch. It's a bad patient. (laughs) (laughs) They're the worst. Okay, just relax your arm. Yeah, you like that. Get it. Get it. That's it. That's it. It's not that bad. And this year, New York joins New Jersey and Connecticut in allowing local pharmacists to give the flu shot. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Supper, are you insane? <laughs> yeah, amazing. So we, we have a global, apparently we have this global surveillance program that is now identifying the, uh, the strands the of the flu. Down. Because before they were just guessing which strains it was and then just throwing that crap in the uh, in the old kettle and uh, mixing it together, the old witch's brew, yeah, mixing well, it together <laughs> and then sticking it in people. Yeah, and unless my memory doesn't serve me correctly, I remember last year the big outrage was, oh my God, even if you get the shot, there's so many strands of this thing that you can get and it's not going to protect you against it. And there was this whole outrage. Yep. But now this year, oh no, this this one, this one is just going to, it's a cure-all. Yeah. No problem. It's just a done deal was, with this one. I think she was saying uh, this, this year... It, it pre- prevents uh, multiple types of, uh, not just one like we did yeah, last year. Yeah, it's got year, all the strands. Multiple types. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This is a response to last year's, you know, hiccup, if you will, yeah. with all the, the You're strands. a liar. But, you know. You're a liar. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just a simpleton, but I still can't figure out how there could be a global surveillance program to find out all the new strains on the flu. Yet That's we, just crap. Yet we can't figure out a way to make a flu shot to keep people healthy without mercury and formaldehyde. <laughs> We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell.
tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We were just notified that that clip is actually from a TV show called Air Farce. Yes. And thank you to... Um, and it is now on the AnimalFarmShow.com website. So. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's kind of farce we were talking about. <laughs> Moving on, though. <laughs> Moving on. And, you know, we're not going to get into the flu shot stuff. We have way too much to cover. But uh, I do want to talk about this. Right. I mean, this is just more propaganda, I think, setting up the uh, the new administration without mentioning his name. Iran produces enough uranium to build nuclear weapon. Um, yeah, believe it or not, folks, Iran has now produced roughly enough uranium to make a single nuclear bomb, according to Bullshit. atomic experts analyzing the latest Bullshit. report from the U.N. Oh, Nuclear Watchdog Bullshit. Agency. Thank you, Pi. I forget <laughs> the idea. The New York Times reported Wednesday, to date, Iran had enriched about 1,400 pounds of low-enriched uranium suitable for nuclear fuel, oh, according God. to two confidential reports from the International Atomic Energy Agency that were obtained by the AP. Several experts told the Times the milestone was enough for a bomb, but Iran would have to further purify the uranium fuel and put it into a warhead design. Now, I'll stop there, and I'll continue on in, in one second. That's right, John McCain. But, yes, I mean, you need, to my knowledge, unless, I'm, unless my uh, research has failed me, you need to enrich uranium to like a 97 or 98 percent level to even use it for a bomb. And they're not, even, they're not giving, in this article, to, you know, I can't find it, but they're not giving the percentage. So it could be three, oh, yeah. it could be six, but yeah, I mean, uh-huh. you know, it, it could be. It could, they could make a dirty bomb with that. I, I think it's there. Is <laughs> there a rational? Yeah, but yeah, that. you could make a. You know, you can make any. I mean, come on, please. Yeah. If you really wanted to make some a bomb, I mean, this is just some, crazy. Uh, yeah, well, of course we gotta. You know, we have to attack Ram, and they gotta find some kind of excuse. Um, here's a quote: Richard R. L. Darwin. They clearly have enough material for a bomb. Oh my God! Here's a break. We get back more news on Iran. We're just breaking all day here, folks. I know. <laughs> well, you know, got to get our sponsors in there. So stay tuned. We shall return. I don't want to go. I'll show you. I don't want to leave you on the phone. No telephone to call you. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. 
Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7.19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Max for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, we were talking about Iran and their uh, supposed Iran, Iran. their supposed nuclear weapon. Uh oh, better get that one right. Nuclear, try again, Ben. Nuclear, nuclear weapon. Nuclear, there you go. Nuclear, nuclear weapon. Nuclear well, I mean, power pants. Look, nuclear. They, they, they obviously would blame anything on Iran. Just the banana peel theory. If someone's looking at the banana peel, it's Iran's fault. Garwin comes out here and they say they they say that Iran. <laughs> Clearly, have uh, they have enough material for a bomb? But basically, he also says that uh, whether they can design a bomb or whether they, they know how to design a bomb is another matter. The report found the Islamic Republic was installing or preparing to install thousands more of the machines that spin uranium gas to enrich it, with the with the target of 9,000 centrifuges by the next year. So, 
it's just it's amazing how you know how ridiculous that you know this whole thing is where they're trying to basically pin Iran as the next enemy because they're trying to enrich uranium. I mean, they, yeah. they can't even prove that they can even make a bomb. And that's what they do. They kind of frame the argument. You know, they 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 say, oh well, Iran's going to get a bomb. You have to uh, stop them from getting this because they're nuts and they'll blow up the world. That's right. their argument. And then we say, no, no, no. They're, the, the CIA analyst says that they're over ten years away from getting a bomb. They're not going to get a bomb. Our own document. Yeah, our exactly. own. Exactly. But then, but then you come out with articles about this about, oh my goodness. Well, maybe they do have uh, the enough enough things to make a bomb. But it, the argument shouldn't be whether they can make a bomb or not. It should be who the hell cares if they have a bomb? How many nuclear weapons, nuclear weapons does Israel have? And how many nuclear <laughs> North weapons Korea. Yeah, does I mean, North country. Korea have? Pakistan. What about us? Us, <laughs> exactly. And, nuclear. and that's what we need to focus on. You know, screw that crap about they're nuts and they'll bomb people. Do they want to commit suicide? It's it's suicide if they nuclear bomb people. Now, we, we obviously know that this has a lot to do with Israel and how America's support for Israel is leading to a lot of our foreign policy decisions, and that's an understatement. I understand. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, look, the media does its job. The title of the article is Iran Produces Enough Uranium to Build Nuclear Weapon. Obviously, that's, that's, not, that's not the case. I mean, if, if I were going to you know, rephrase that title of the, of the article, it's Iran Produces Enough uranium to prove that it can enrich it you know there's no weapon or no bomb yeah. at all um no proof at all of this but you know what look the population's dumbed down and unfortunately ben this argument to go to war is weaker than the iraq one it's very similar but it's even weaker and they still have people convinced yeah. people of extreme intelligence i might add too that i've talked to and you get to those people and they'll say oh well we have to just we have to stabilize that region you know what man it's it, people can just justify what oh, we crap. do by I mean, playing the grand chessboard we destabilized it to begin with i mean we maybe were... it was already Stabilize, but why is it our job? And, and I'm being—it's—it's it's a rhetorical question because I know pretty much why we're doing it. Because we have to protect, you know, Israel. This is the whole alliance that I don't like. Yeah. And it would be the same thing if it was Italy or Australia or wherever. You know, I'm not anti-Semitic. It's just I don't want America's business uh, to be um, done alongside of Israel's because Israel obviously has much interest in war. Let these people fight. I don't care. It's not affecting me, and it shouldn't affect America for any reason. But, hey, maybe yeah. I'm just being naive. That's the way I, I view it. Well, this out of Freep.com. Israeli tanks rumble into Gaza Strip, raise farmlands. Uh, 17 militants dead since the truce began unraveling. This is out of Gaza City. Mm -hmm. Israeli no tanks kidding. pushed into yeah. the southern Gaza Strip on Tuesday, drawing mortar fire from Palestinian militants and intensifying violence that has chipped away at a tenuous ceasefire. Israel and Gaza's ruling Islamic militant Hamas movement have been trading fire for two weeks after nearly five months five months of relative quiet. The violence comes as the Egyptian negotiation truce uh, that began June 19th is due to expire next month, and both sides might be trying to dictate more favorable terms in anticipation of the agreement's renewal. Backed by a bulldozer, the tanks rumbled about a quarter mile into the seaside strip, residents and Gaza security officials said. Residents say they leveled farmlands along the border east of the city of uh, Rafah near the Egyptian Quite the border. war going on behind you there, Ben. There is. It's, it's making me feel like I'm there. <laughs> oh, that was a big one. If you can't hear me right now, it's because there's tanks firing in the background. So, yeah, that's, that's what's happening in the Middle East. I mean, look, it's, you know... Doesn't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon, especially with that clip that Pi just played. It, it's you know obvious, <laughs> but uh, you know I like. Unless to someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. <laughs> it's not. 
All right, well, I want to jump around a little bit, too, because I know we're, we're talking about these things, and, you know, we, we can go all night on the Obama thing. We won't do that, but I want to get back to just hardcore Animal Farm-type material here. And uh, this one out of uh, Charles Ratner sent us this. And once again, nice. uh, folks, for those, those of you who don't know, Charles Ratner is our legal correspondent, and he is one of the co-founders of Law or Lie, which is our... You know our trademark game show here on the Animal Farm, which will be returning. It's just it's going to take a little time because the phone lines and uh, Charles is going to be away for the next couple of days. So Lorelai will be returning to the farm as soon as possible. We will let you know. But anyway, he sent us this. Being yeah, a, where is he going? I think he's going to Amsterdam. Ah, he's going Amsterdam. to okay. the you know yes exactly. Oh, okay. No, he's <laughs> going there for business purposes. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, he's going to be Chinese-eyed in no time. Bristol considers smoking ban. Eating the brownies. <laughs> And I mean that in a really good way. Um, and speaking of smoking, I figured this is a great article to talk about this. Bristol considers smoking ban on public streets as part of the 31st Great American what? Smokeout. Oh, Bristol man. Hospital officials announced Thursday that their entire campus, including lawns and parking lots, is a no-smoking zone. Now, we, And we knew this was coming. We talked about what uh, California uh -huh. has been doing. And, yes, now it's going to be to the point where you can't even smoke it outside, you know, out of the bars. Yeah. You're going to have to run home to grab a smoke, and this is, uh, I'm an anti-smoker, you know, smoker. I'm not a non-smoker, not anti-smoker, but I'm completely against this, but Bristol smokers take note, soon public streets might be off-limits too. City officials could declare Tiny Newell Road a no-smoking zone, possibly the first smoking ban on a public road anywhere in the state. If the anti-smoking strategy passes legal muster, Mayor Art Ward says he can envision expanding the ban to cover streets bordering city parks, schools, and libraries. It would be, He's evil! That's right, he is. He would, uh, it would be part of the public awareness on the impact smoking has on the community, which, I mean, how much crap is that statement worth? I mean... Look, folks, I mean, again, it's power-hungry people it's wanting to tell everybody what to do, and they you know, think they know best, so they make these draconian laws and take away our freedom. Yeah, and it's also people gathering in numbers for stupid causes to limit other people's freedom because yeah. of their own personal beliefs. You know, it's, it, and this goes their way beyond power, just smoking. Power trips, and Look, they feel powerful when they do it. You know, they feel like oh, they're part of something, and they yeah. get to tell other people what to do and yeah. forcibly make people do things. I mean, it's just you're in a nation. God, you're in a nation that's been hijacked by globalists. Our nation is basically destroyed. It's crumbling. It's it's coming apart at every seam. And you're spending time trying to limit someone else from smoking a cigarette. Uniquely so American, you know, it? you want hey, folks, <laughs> spend your time the way you want it. You know, some people uh, do this, some people do that, but this is just it's crazy. But there's precedent in California for barring smoking in public places outdoors. Yeah. The cities of El Cajon uh, and Calabasas have bans that cover parks, playgrounds, streets, sidewalks, and other outdoor areas. Connecticut Attorney General Richard Blumenthal said he hasn't heard a, of a community here with such rules, but he praised Bristol for proposing it. So just like the smoking ban in, in public places started in California, went to New York, and I guess kind of is still growing in this country. It's even hitting the New York, uh, New Jersey casinos now in Atlantic City, oh, which, I mean, uh, like, like I always say, I mean, if you can't gamble and smoke in this country, then we have literally sank. I mean, it's over. We yeah. should just stop now and yeah, move. Big problem. Because, yeah. I mean, it, this is just out, this is outrageous. But um, anyway, this, this is what's going on. So you're going to see a lot more of this, Ben, and I, I guarantee you. And we're in Stanford now. We're very, very close to New York City. And you know soon enough, I mean, I know the cigarette butts everywhere. It's unsightly, and I don't like smelling other people's smoke. But, folks, you got to, you know, you have to come to some kind of mutual agreement. You can go inside. People have to go outside to smoke now, which is already a, a big pain in the ass for people who do smoke. 
But yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it's just maybe I'm just losing my mind. But I'm against it. But there is one more thing here that I thought was very interesting. My uncle sent this to me last night, Ben. I actually want folks to check this out. I thought it was one of those spoof emails, uh-huh. you know, that it would bring you to some funny picture of like a monkey or something with lipstick on. But sure, enough, this is this <laughs> this is actually, to my knowledge, this is legitimate. It's called Felon Spy. Dot com, F-E-L-O-N, spy, you're dot a criminal com. and you deserve to go where you're going. You, I'm going to take you there. That's right, Pyeth, absolutely. And this apparently, Ben, and I don't know how you feel about this, and I wanted to get your you know thoughts on this, uh, and maybe even Pyeth's thoughts as well, but felonspy.com, if you type in your city, your address, if you type in your address, period, wow. you, there's little, you know, like the little locations, like when you do get directions to a certain establishment, uh-huh. those little points on the map, the little dots, those tell you where convicted or, or those tell you people have any criminal record. Really? Or anywhere near your house. So if there's like a sex, you know, criminal or a sex offender, there'll be a spot, you know, on his house. And they'll tell you his name and what he was, you know, tried on and convicted of. Interesting. It is. And check it out. Once again, folks, felonspy.com. I'm not kidding about this. This is pretty intense. Um, Let's check out the studio address here. Yeah, why don't you type it in? Let's go. Closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I spent some more. I failed to yield at a crosswalk. <laughs> I changed lanes at the intersection. I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding. <laughs> Very good. And, you know, for me, I mean, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about this. I mean, I think uh, as a person living anywhere, I mean, I guess, yes, you should have the right to know if there are convicted criminals yeah. uh, living anywhere near your house. We got a couple mm. around here, man. We do. We, we do. It's we probably like in our studio, 515 terrorist or, you know. <laughs> One nine five five. Ben oh, wow. Miller. This guy, uh, wow. What Intimidating a victim or witness in the first degree, and he's right next to us right now. Wow, great. Good thing we got our guns on us, huh? Yeah, good thing the door's <laughs> locked. But anyway, folks, just uh, you know, some more Attempted food for thought. robbery in the first degree. Wow, this guy's a scum. <laughs> better get better locks here. Wildly inappropriate. But yeah, folks, once again, <laughs> felonspy.com. You can check it out, and it is legit. It's, I mean, like I said, you don't have to put any real information in other than your address, if you don't mind that. I don't think they're taking your address down. I think it's just for you guys to check it out. And I guess someone is building this massive database. Uh-oh. And uh, I don't know. You know, it is what it is. I figured I would leave it at that. Um, but unfortunately, there, there is a couple of other little tidbits as far as the police state news goes. And I wanted to kind of oh, have boy, that segue. Yeah. Yep. Um, but there was a man tased and arrested at his father's funeral. We talked, I think we talked about this. So you, you pretty much know about this. But a guy who was, he, you know, there was a search warrant for his arrest. But his father had died. And he's at his father's funeral holding the casket for the last time and they come and like tase him yeah, they come and at tase that him moment and they drop the body and they drop just... drop the body and you know the sheriff's like oh i apologize for this and i apologize for that but folks i mean come on can we not train police officers to at least do the job at the right time not during a funeral but yes uh gladwin rust the third was wanted on domestic warrant for threatening to kill his wife the plan was for deputies to arrest Rust after the funeral but a miscommunication how convenient that word is these days. A miscommunication at the <laughs> sheriff's department resulted in two plainclothed detectives taking him into custody while he was acting as the pallbearer and sliding his father's casket into the hearse. From into the, I mean, of all timing, how you can't even time it any better than that, or any yeah. worse, I should say. From the I mean, new, have you ever been a pallbearer before? Yes, I have. And wow. Very heavy. I don't like to. I don't like to think about it. But folks, uh, a little bit more news on the way as far as police state goes. And uh, maybe your phone calls are pending a miracle. Stay tuned. <laughs> Can you? 
believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Radio is habit forming. Habit forming. Habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Getting into some more police state news. Cleveland installs downtown surveillance cameras. This is at WKYC. The city is installing 13 new surveillance cameras downtown to send a safety message. Four of the cameras are operating now, and nine more will be working by next weekend in time for the city's annual holiday display on Public Square. Ah, great yes. stuff. So, like we said before, you know, they first installed them in London, and now they are bringing them here all over the place. All over the place. And, you at, know, a, at a street near you. Um, cameras everywhere. More police state news. Uh, files show that Maryland police watched a variety of activists, surveillance of anti-death penalty protesters and other activists by the Maryland State Police uh, was broader and went on longer than previously disclosed, according to the files that were turned over by police to dozens of activists who were improperly labeled as terrorists. Mm-hmm. How often do we see that? Sure. The files revealed that those terrorists. labeled as terrorists included environmentalists, peace activists, animal rights activists, and some people who had never participated in terrorists. protests in Maryland. And this, this is the part that gets me. Peace activists are terrorists. Terrorists. Yeah, well that, people that advocate peace. That, that, see, that, that's the brilliance of the whole terrorists. thing is that these people are on the streets taking time out of their day to, to exercise their first amendment, their free speech. Yeah. You think they want to be there? And they're, yeah, Well, they're protesting against the death penalty, let's say, for example. This is just one example. Uh-huh. I got uh, pull out of nowhere. The death penalty. They're, they're against the death penalty, and people are watching them and putting them on a terrorist watch list. It's just so incredible. it just shows you the motivation of the government, where they're, what they're trying to do. Yeah, they Damn say, after, the consequences. After engaging in this secret intrusion, with which everybody knows is wrong, including them them by admission, they are now engaging in pervasive uh, secrecy about what they did and what it connects up with, said Barry Kissin, a Frederick's attorney who was uh, one of the 53 so-called terrorists. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's just we're pathetic. The whole country's shot. It is. It's, it's pathetic. And, and that just goes to show you that they're, they, these terrorism laws are so politically motivated it's it's sick. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so obvious now that they're politically motivated that uh, you know if you don't see it, you're just you're you're not paying attention essentially. Yeah, and I think uh, more of this stuff does at least prove the theory that the uh, officers of the law today, if you know, to say the least, are just not being trained correctly. They're being trained to not serve the public, but to. I guess conspire against them in a lot of ways Absolutely. and to suspect yeah. uh, the certain things. But well, you know, we I'm do have cop, that, we do have that clip where they, um, you know, where the FEMA director was um, training the the firemen and police officers that you know political politically active people were terrorists and that the founding fathers were terrorists. Founding so fathers, of course, we know they that were. these federal <laughs> federal really pro, pro, uh, funded programs are are out there and they're putting forth the, the insinuation, the notion that the Founding Fathers were terrorists and anybody that disagrees with the government is terrorists. And we know the whole Romans 13 issue that they're using to, clergy. to, to uh, <laughs> compromise the clergy. I mean, it's, it's, it's a massive uh, 
plan they're laying out. I mean, it's so clear cut what the plan is. I know. And they eventually just want to lock up political dissonance. That's what they want to do. And what's unfortunate is that the people still just don't seem to notice. That's the, that's the problem. I mean, well, look, that's what we're here for, Tony. Well, yeah, and granted, you know, that's obviously why we're here. But, you know, government is going to be corrupt no matter how, you know, pretty much how it is unless you hold their feet to the fire, like Mr. Jesse Ventura says. Yes. Uh, but keeping on the U.K. syndrome in the police state realm, you uh. know, we have that U.K. syndrome thing. And this was a great one here. Speeding drivers face ban for two offenses out of London. Um, drivers caught going more than 20 miles per hour over the speed limit could lose their license after just two offenses uh, under government proposals published Thursday. Ministers will also consider pleas from road safety campaigners to reduce the amount of alcohol permitted for drivers as part of a three-month consultation on uh, improving road safety. Road Safety Minister Jim Fitzpatrick said the measures were aimed at reducing the 2,946 deaths and 30,000 serious injuries on Britain's roads last year. Quote, not with... Yes. Gotta go slow, man. Notwithstanding, these are the best figures we've ever had. We know that we can do more and that we can reduce the numbers of people being killed and seriously injured, he told BBC Radio. That means looking at speeding, drink uh, drink driving. He says drink driving. It's drunk driving. Uh, drug <laughs> driving. He's, no, it's, it says drink driving here. Um, it says also he says, must have been drunk when he wrote it. <laughs> maybe he's hammered, just like that one uh, drunk driving <laughs> officer was found uh, drinking and driving. Drug driving also, careless driving, and people not wearing seatbelts. Hmm. Sound familiar. Speed is a factor in 29% of all road deaths, he said, while 20% are caused by drivers with illegal drugs in their bloodstream. So, hey, you know, the, taking measures to keep everybody safe. I'm all for it. West Virginia that's officer. That's, that's right. <laughs> West Virginia officer fired for using a taser on a pregnant teenager. Jeez, oh, um, man. When does know, it end? It, it doesn't end. Ben, does, you know, the IQ of a you know, person does a lot for what they do in their actions. Uh, the Kanawha County police officer has been fired. And, and I'm glad at least that he was fired because, I mean, you know, we talk about the Hope Steffi case here, I don't know, months, months ago. Yes. And these people weren't even detained for the love of God. Um, yeah, the Kanawha County police officer has been fired after he admitted using a taser on a pregnant teenager and a firefighter as well, Ben. It was also a firefighter. How could you tase a pregnant woman? How could a pregnant woman ever be a threat to anybody without a no weapon in her hand? Uh, East Bank Mayor Chuck Blair says Sergeant Steve Smith was fired after the town council learned of the incidents in September. I'll tell you what, though, man. Go ahead. Interrupt. I'm sorry. Fire. Fire. You bastard. Fire. You always interrupt Fire. me. <laughs> now, you know what? Screw you. I'm finishing. Smith had been on probation because he had not been uh, not been an officer for more than a year. 18-year-old Candace White told the council she was sitting on her porch when Smith, who is a friend of her mother, showed up and began playing around with the taser. She says nice. Smith used it on her leg several times. Smith told the council White had asked him to use the taser on her and that the power setting was very low. An East Bank volunteer firefighter also told the council that Smith used the taser on him because it was his birthday. So, you know, we're just talking about this completely ridiculously stupid, ignorant youth. Um, and you know what, man, this, this just comes down, and I'm not trying to generalize, but, you know, look, this, this officer obviously did not have a respect for pregnant women, but much less did not have respect for the weapon of, of a taser. It's, it, it is a Are you some kind of moron? No matter how you twist and turn it, it is a potentially lethal weapon. I would, call, I would actually is. call it a lethal weapon, but they don't. They say it's a non-lethal weapon. And granted, it's certainly safer than a gun in a lot of ways, but hey. Um, you know, where is the IQ? Where, where is just the common sense of people? Uh, and, and all counts here. So they're, they're, now, 
now, now you can talk, Ben. Now you can talk. I don't know nothing about that. All I know is that somebody is going to get their ass whooped over this thing. You asked the question, you know, who's who's afraid of a pregnant woman? And, man, I'll tell you what, man, you've never seen a pregnant Puerto Rican chick before. Well, granted, Ben, and I, I know that the mood swings could be there, but, you know, we're... we're oh, they're there. We're not even talking about a woman may, even making a disturbance here. This was just out of just careless stupidity. Yeah. But even if a woman's making a, an extreme disturbance, and even if she, I guess like you say, she's Puerto Rican, uh, <laughs> you know, th- th- there's got to be ways to handle these things. And I know women, obviously, they have the, you know, it's it's got to suck to have, go through that, and I'll leave it at that, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous, and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's on the animal farm. That's what we talk about here. We talk about the nutty and the crazy a lot of times, but uh, with these tasers, obviously, I think worldwide, in is, is certainly in Canada, we've heard a lot of uh, issues at the airports, and America, we've heard of tons of reports, and certainly in the U.K., but I think I think we got to rethink these tasers, Ben. I think that the officers are abusing them so many times. Talk about the Jordan Massey incident. I think that was in Cleveland or whatever. He gets pulled over and like just gets tased for basically doing nothing. Yeah. Um, these officers are not respecting this weapon. I think they're getting too carried away. And this is just this is the generalization. They're getting too carried away with the fact that it's non-lethal or the idea that it's non-lethal. Like, okay, I could just use it if there's ever a problem. Uh, and well, I, you know, I got a re- an article that goes along with that. NSW uh, ombudsman calls for a freeze on taser gun. This is at the Australian. Um, he has recommended a two-year freeze on further rollouts of taser guns, saying police standards for their use are inadequate and the health risks are unknown. Bruce Barber told state parliament yesterday that uh, general duties police who were issued the stun guns last month were using tasers at a higher rate than special operations police who began using them in 2002. It is clear the number of incidents where tasers will be used in the future will increase significantly, Mr. Barber said. There is already evidence of this. Tasers have been used on people on five occasions in the first two weeks of general duties use. This compares with only 48 incidents over a five-year period by special unit officers. So he's called a freeze on them, um, and this is out of Australia, you know, not not in America, but he obviously has some type of sense because he understands that, you know, there's there are health risks risks that people don't even understand and, yeah. and they're the people that are protes are trying to say that you know um it's because that person had a bad heart or it's because you know they had a certain condition that caused them caused the taser taser to work badly on them and that's why they died and it was their condition and it wasn't the taser yeah just, you know, so yeah. uh this guy actually seems to have some type of brains and putting a two-year hold on it that's gonna, you know, yield a little more uh, health information about what happened, what's happening with those things. Yeah, well, I remember, I think it was in August, you know, just before we stopped broadcasting on WTPRN. I remember that uh, New York was also, I think, only going to give tasers to the um, the higher ranking officers. If you, I, I don't, know, I don't know if it was sergeants, whatever the hell uh-huh. it was. And I'm sure uh, I've read several articles over the last, you know, six seven months uh, about in Canada the, the the outrage in Canada after the Vancouver incident with the the gentleman who was obviously mentally something was wrong with him. I don't know what it was, but they tased him to death. Yeah. Uh, and there's been several incidents at Vancouver Airport and you know other thing, other you know uh, incidents in Canada. That this, this has just been getting out of control. And, nice. Right. Hey, I like hockey. <laughs> I just know he's dying to play. <laughs> that is your ringtone. Thank to you, me, by Pyth, the way, very much. It is it is the ringtone that uh, that I get when Pyth calls. Those me. are the clips that he's just dying to play. Yeah. Just looking for tell, an excuse. You can tell he plays it. And he just gets this look uh, in his eye, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's it for that, pretty much that topic. I mean, tasers, look, we're going to hear more things about these things. We're going to hear a lot more about, uh, 
you know, policemen abusing their powers. And I do, you know, for, again, for the record, just, just to make sure that people know where we're coming from, we're not blaming all the cops for being stupid no. or being mistrained. It's just the idea Even that... Even though they are not hiring cops that have high IQs, and that's, yeah. that's admitted. I wish I could dig up that article right here in Connecticut where they were actually they were rejecting certain uh, applicants because they had too high of an IQ. Yeah. It was, this was in Connecticut. That's scary. You know, we drive 95, the highway, every day. So obviously um, not a good thing. Did you want to talk about this Verizon thing with, with, with Obama? Is it even worth mentioning? I mean, I thought, I it, know, I thought it was yeah. funny. I and think I it, it is kind of funny. It is kind of funny. I, I got to tell you, if I were right. you know, if I were the, uh, if I were an employee at Verizon, I would probably be a little tempted to check out this guy's phone records. But, yeah, it was it was at, at Verizon's. His cell phone records were breached, I guess is the word for it. Uh, records from a cell phone company used by President-elect Obama <laughs> were improperly breached, apparently, by employees of the cell phone company. His transition team said uh, Thursday. Spokesman Robert Gibbs said the team was notified Wednesday by Verizon Wireless that appears an employee improperly went through billing records for the phone, which Gibbs said Obama no longer uses. In an internal company email obtained by CNN, Verizon Wireless President and CEO Lowell McAdam disclosed Wednesday that the personal wireless account of President-elect Barack Obama has been accessed by employees not authorized to do so in recent months. I don't, I don't know if that means it. Fucking Verizon. <laughs> Apparently, there, there were um, certain employees got fired, but certain ones didn't. Really? Yeah, there were certain ones that apparently had reason to go into his records. I think, um, yeah, here we go. All employees who have, who have accessed the account, whether authorized or not, have been put on immediate leave with pay. McAdam said employees with legitimate business needs for access will be returned to their positions. Okay, so that's, that's what it was. Okay. While employees who have accessed the account improperly and without legitimate business justification will face appropriate disciplinary action. So if it was for business reasons legitimately then it's okay yeah so all right well there you go there there's the obama verizon thing <laughs> i read that i was like oh my god I mean, everything with obama obviously will be on the news um but there is this whole birth certificate thing ben and i know that it's been kind of a touchy subject and i know it's like kind of in and out of the media and yeah. some of the neocons are going after some of them are not you know the courses of the world are big but joseph farah uh of um what is this here this is uh world net daily uh really kind of calling for it and, you know, talking about what's already been done, what has to get done in the future, I know that apparently the Supreme Court might be hearing this case. Yeah. And I'm curious, yeah. I'm really curious to see now, after we've already established the theories in our heads that, yes, Barack Obama is pretty much untouchable number one at this point, especially after he'll get sworn in. Um, I'll read a little bit of this. So much for those pledges of open government. So much for those promises of change. So much for his upcoming oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. Barack Hussein Obama is still refusing to disclose to the American public something as innocent as a basic and his full undoctored birth certificate to establish beyond any shadow of a doubt and that doubt is growing daily that his natural-born American citizen, that he's legitimately yeah. natural-born here. Ironically, now that the election is over, the pressure is building. A few bold members of Congress are getting interested in demanding hearings on the issue. The lawsuits are increasing more pundits and activists are beginning to mobilize. I, too, am raising the stakes. Beginning today, I am personally sponsoring a petition campaign. This is kind of why I wanted to read this, Ben, because if you are interested in this topic wow. and if it means something to you or if you want to get involved, whether you like World Net Daily or not, uh, this petition campaign right here at this Internet news source to all controlling legal authorities to determine Barack Obama's eligibility for pre the presidency under Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution and to use all of their persuasive powers to make this information freely available to the rulers of this country, we the people. So you can check this out. I did actually, you know, delicious this article. So you can check it out on animalfarmshow.com. Uh, get the book that started it all, Jerome Corsi's Abomination. Of course, 
I don't know. After, uh, of course, he came on, I guess, Alex Jones' show and was kind of denying the 9-11 thing all of a sudden. Just kind of made me shake my head. But yeah. he has been after Obama, uh, you know, extremely actively. He's been all over him. But uh, Corsi's done a lot, man, so far. He's, they, they dispatched Corsi, um, uh, senior staff reporter Jerome Corsi, twice to Hawaii to investigate the matter, including an appeal to the governor, hired a battery of private investigators in Hawaii to check every hospital for birth records to no avail. So, I mean, he's gotten no answers. And they also sent, sent him to Kenya, where he talked with some of Obama's relatives who clearly recalled a birth taking place in Mombasa. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, you know his mother personally. Yeah, <laughs> to me, I, I'm not trying to put forth the theory that yes, I I think that he is legitimately uh -huh. non-American or he is legitimately. You well, know, his grandmother came out and actually said in the video that he was born in Kenya. His grandmother herself actually you know, said that. And I know this. I heard. I've looked into this a little bit, Ben, because with all the other stuff going on, it just doesn't seem like you know I, you can get to everything at once. But apparently, there's certain rules. And well, let's talk about the consequences of it, man. I mean, what would happen if the Supreme Court heard this and? It turns out he wasn't a, a United States resident with all the Obama crazy freaks. Death you know, by firing squad. <laughs> would they start going crazy and start rioting? I mean, we'll talk more about it when we get back. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. We'll be right back. This president is not above the law. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. 
It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. You so we were talking uh, before we... Uh, we were, we were talking? We were. And uh, this is that type of show that we do talk. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be honest with you, Ben? I, I'm sorry, real quick. Yeah. I really wish we had the phone lines working because this show really does benefit from the callers that call I know, in. I know. That's, but, okay, it's very true. Thought. It's very true. Um, but we were, we were asking the question, and uh, I guess you could email us or you can get in touch with us via AOL Instant Messenger Animal Farm Show, the screen name. Uh, we were asking what would happen if it turns out that Barack Obama was actually born in Kenya and he was lying us lying to us this whole time and we actually found out we got the records and uh, he was disqualified. What would happen? Would there be riots? Uh, what do you think, Tony? Well, that's a good question, Ben. I think there's so many there's so many parts to this, though, because first off, let's pretend for an example uh, that he actually did lie and he's not really a citizen. First of all, it would be incredible to be to get this far mm-hmm. through the election campaign, to the campaign process to You're actually become elected. I mean, why would anybody risk that knowing that there's this open secret? Secondly, if that is also true and that he's not a citizen, you have to realize it's that— It's also possible he doesn't know. God, Ben, come on. I don't on, know, dude. dude. How, I mean, how would he know? If somebody told me that I wasn't born in Bristol, got, Connecticut, he, he's, would I'm, I freaking know? He's got to at least have seen his birth certificate. He's he's so. in the he's he's been part of the government of the United States for how many years now? Yeah. So you know he's sen- he's a senator for Christ's sake. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, you know, well, I think senators are allowed to be uh you know internationally born. I think they are. I would just imagine he would know when he was born, where he was born, because it's not like me or you. Like, oh yeah, I was born in Mount Vernon in 1981 on October 31st. That's when yeah. I was born. I mean, you know, granted, I, but I have seen my birth certificate. But moving on, the other thing that the other part of it is is this. I mean, even if it's true, even if he's not assistant, even if we can try to prove it and come up with this. This, these examples and try to get the information. A, obviously, his administration and he, his advisors have basically just said piss off in so many words Essentially, to, yeah. to people trying to find this out. Absolutely. And secondly, the other part is, well, I mean, are we ever going to have the forum? I and mean, we talk about, you know, if you compare it to uh, 9-11, for example, and not to get into a 9-11 debate, of course, but, you know, the government refuses to answer any of our questions about 9-11 that we have, and there are hundreds, you know, maybe maybe thousands in a lot of ways. They, they just say, piss off, we don't care what you think, and you're nuts, and you're a terrorist, and you're a conspiracy theorist, and they just shrug you off. But with the Obama thing, it's like a miniature version of that where they're just saying, hey, piss off, we don't care about you, and your your questions are basically ridiculous, yeah. and you should be, you know, put in some kind of camp or something. So there's that whole thing, and then, you know what, at the, at the end of the day, is this ever going to get the attention that it deserves? This question should be answered, it should have been answered way earlier but if it's still a concern at this point, and I'd have to at least assume to some degree that, yes, we have not been given absolute concrete proof 
mm-hmm. that he is indeed a you know an American citizen. Now, from my understanding, they did post something, right? They did yeah, post something. I think they posted his birth, but it wasn't necessarily point. official or something like that. And that was the that was kind of the the controversy surrounding it. It wasn't like a it didn't have like a seal that it needed to have on it or something. I, I don't really know. You but, know, it's uh, I wish I had more information about it, but it's something I just haven't kept up with. Uh, I guess as much as I should have over the last couple months. Yeah. I mean, there's been so much going on. But I mean, ju- just the case in point. I mean, this is just. Um, this is really interesting how this is an issue where the guy who is the president-elect. Yeah. I mean, he is now going to be our next, the 44th president, the next president of the United States. And um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, you know, I'm wondering, uh, my final thought would be, I'm wondering if inside the government, which, in other words, if you have people inside the government, people, and then this the article I just read before, maybe I could queue it up back up, um, there are people within the government itself starting to question things. I think there's a couple of congressmen. I'm going to try to find this one more time. But before, yeah, yeah, uh, a few bold members of Congress are getting interested in demanding hearings on this issue. So my question would be wow. kind of it's kind of a rhetorical question, but is there going to be kind of a a real conflict within the government between uh-huh. certain people and certain people on this issue? And if that's the case, then you might see some interesting things happening, you know. Well, I there mean, certainly yeah. is a lot of fear surrounding him, and, and that's within the confines of, of the official, uh, the quote-unquote official government that we have. You know, the Republicans out there uh, that are, you know, in Capitol Hill, they're actually really afraid of this guy and his quote-unquote socialist policies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't surpri- surprise me to hear that they're all hammering and stammering to try to get this, this case and this thing figured out, um, and, I, and I think it should get figured out. Well, there's I, no I question. I mean, you know, and, and like I said last night on the show, I said, you know, not only is it embarrassing that we can't even establish this, whether it being true or false, but on top of it, I mean, can we not get – if we can't establish – if we can't get an answer to this question, then this government obviously and, and this country for the most part is com- you know, completely lost. This yeah. should not be an issue. We have so many other huge questions that need to be answered today, yesterday, tomorrow, that really important stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so many other issues at hand. I mean, look, you know, just turn the TV on. Barack Obama's citizenship is not what you're going to see on the mainstream media ever. No. And you might hear it on the Hannity's of the world. You'll hear about his puppy and, you know, his Well, yeah, the dog, you know, he's got to get stuff. the dog, you know, he promised the daughter's a dog. I mean, listen, I have to, you know, this is extremely important. But uh, on top of it, if we can't get an answer about yeah. this, then, then, yeah, I mean, maybe things are even worse than I thought they were. But, you know, it is what it is. I, and, you know, I've listened to a lot of other talk show hosts who some of them are very much for the idea that, like, Never mind. It's already been proven. Move on. Get uh-huh. on with your life. Yeah. And the other ones are very much opposed to that. Well, I think I, I, I agree with you because it is kind of like, yeah, let's move on. There are there are things more important, but at the same time, I also t- I, I take your view in that it's such an easy thing to find out. Why the hell can't we figure this thing out? It if should we, be an easy thing. Exactly. It's, obviously, it should, it's not an easy. It should thing. be an easy thing to figure out. Why can't we figure it out? And if we can't figure it out, aren't we the most pathetic human beings in the world? The knowledge I'd like is who keeps stealing the milk and apples. So thank all you big fans. Thank you, Vienna, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Keep it up. I really like your show, man. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, you, uh, you guys cover a lot of uh, information, which is great. Y'all are doing a great job. I like the show. Keep it up, fight, man. It's good to talk to you guys. We've been listening to you guys for quite some time now. I've got to say, you have a fantastic radio show. The three of you do an excellent job. Great show, and uh, love what y'all do. We don't have uh, little buttons we can push, like the Animal Farm show, one of my favorite shows, speaking of We the People Radio Network. Love that show. Love those guys. They do. It's a great. You got to check it out. Very fast moving, very funny, and they have sound effects throughout the entire program.
All right, folks. So welcome back once again. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show, and uh, I guess this kind Animal of still Farm Radio Show. Thank you, Carissa. <laughs> I think this is, I guess, still kind of our first test week. We still are working out it some is. of the it's kinks. It's not official. It's not official, but uh, you know, it's it's really great to be back on the air first and foremost. The test of the emergency yeah. moron system. And of course, <laughs> and need, you know, needless to say, but it's great to be back on with Jack Blood. I mean, we never we've never done that before, so this is great. It's yeah, great to have him back. The infamous and the legendary Jack Blood, and thank you very much, Jack, for all you've done so far. And we're gonna continue to help each other out and to bring. Oh, when God needs answers. <laughs> right. He turns to one man. One man. Jack Blood. Yes. <laughs> that was our little intro for our, our interview. But, um, yeah, folks, so the Animal Farm is officially back, and I guess we're going to have these press releases out uh, over the weekend for Monday being one of the, you know, welcome back to, you know, this is WFUR, this is a new radio network. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll start really building it big time on Monday. And, folks, by all means, yeah. tell your friends, tell your family, and info at animalfarmshow.com is the best email to send to all of us uh -huh. if you have comments or questions. And God willing, Ben, we will get the phones up, and we will get the, the rant line up, and there's so many features to this show yeah, we need to, that are just not there yet. bring the interactivity into this. Yeah, you know, uh, no, you know, Internet. we don't care. We just want to hear from you. This is very much a Free Talk Live type of uh, format where it's really about you folks we, we want to get you on the air and just just the jeffrey from kentucky's of the world those people really do add quite a bit to the show Absolutely. um but moving on ben we want to keep the ball rolling and we just want to let you know so uh thanks for listening tonight but of course monday a, a very big day for all of us and hopefully we'll get it i, all I, the hosts I want on you to there. be on my team thank you george very much so <laughs> and there's definitely still more political news to go as far as the obama campaign goes but I, you had this clip about and I'm, i think we have a break another break coming up lots of breaks tonight but yeah, this how much nader we got? How much i think we got i don't know about like two minutes not even two minutes because last time you told me we had eight minutes. We only had. Did I really two say that? Yeah. Wow. You're a liar. Are you sure that I actually said eight minutes? Like, well, you said you said. I think I, uh, maybe my math was wrong. You I, said I think you're wrong, Ben. You were definitely <laughs> off by like more than two minutes. Definitely. Um, I just do that to just, screw you up. <laughs> <laughs> screw you, Ben. Which is fine. I don't, I don't care about you. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but I, I've been dying to play this clip, and I'm sure everybody's been everybody's heard this, but I've just been dying to con to, to you know comment do it. on this thing. Here it is. Shepard Smith is uh, really just this is this happened on the night of the election. Uh, Ralph Nader, they got Ralph Nader on the the show, and Ralph Nader, I guess, said something that was so horrendously horrible, but it really wasn't horrible. He was actually asking it. In a, in How a long is this clip, Ben? It's three minutes. Okay, well, we're, we're going to have to wait then, because I'm right, sure well, what's going to happen is once you start playing it, you know the music's going to get is, you to. Well, let's up. talk it up. Um, Shepard Smith, who is our new Skidmark on the show, he is a Skidmark. Is he? Oh, is that? Didn't we already have a, a guy? We had named Brian Kil Kilmeade. He was our Skidmark, but he's kind of yeah. out, out of there. He's not really talking too much anymore. So Shepard Smith, he is our new. He's Skidmark. New Skidmark. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll play this clip when we get back. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. It's uh, Ralph Nader talking, uh, well, you'll see. Yeah, or you're here. <laughs> well, thank my aunt and call me Charlie. It's very simple. Uh, he has uh, gone along with corporate power from uh, the moment he entered politics in uh, the state senate, voted for the Wall Street bailout, supports expanding military budget that is desired by 
the military-industrial complex. It doesn't really have a tax reform thing for the ordinary uh, fellow in this country. Opposes single-payer, full Medicare for all, because the giant HMOs, Aetna and Cigna, do. Doesn't have a living wage. He's supposed to be uh, respectful of the poor. Hardly mentions him in the speech. So all the middle class doesn't have a comprehensive program. And you, call, you, and you utter the words, Uncle Tom. Are that's you That's the question. Me? Yeah, that's the question he's got to face. He's the first African American. He didn't have to face it until it came out of your mouth. I mean, I just wonder yeah. if you don't realize that you, you, you know, you had a number of supporters out there. You were, you were running a percentage this year. You were reduced yeah. to irrelevant. And I just wonder now if that's what you want your legacy to be. The man who on hey. the night that the first African American president in the history of this nation was elected, you ask if he's going to be Uncle Sam or Uncle Tom. Yeah, of course. Stunning. He's turned his back on 100 million poor people in this country, African Americans and Latinos and poor whites, and we're going to hold them uh, to higher standards. It's just not an unprecedented career move, you know, in the White House. We expect more of Barack Obama. You were reduced to complete irrelevance to... here. You weren't able to play spoiler. Will you run again? Look, I don't like bullies like you. I can't see you. You can pull the plug on me. I'm looking in a dark camera. You so said, Uncle let's, Tom, let's have, I let, didn't say let's it, have, sir, with respect. Let, I did let not us say have. It. I said that's the question he has to answer. He can become a great president or he can become a toady for the corporate powers that have brought both parties to their knees against working people in this, in this country and have allowed our country to be hijacked by global corporations who have no allegiance to this country other than to ship its jobs and industries to fascist and communist dictators abroad who know how to keep their workers in their place. I just this want... is reality here. This is not show business. It's not celebrity politics. I just there are wonder... people suffering in this country, and we expect a great presidency from Barack Obama, I... and we're going to try to hold his feet to the fire. I just wonder if, in hindsight, you wish you'd used a phrase other than Uncle Tom. Not at all. Fair enough. You know what the historic. Thanks very much. Yeah. We'll have a response from our panel in just a moment. <laughs> I guess Shepard's a real big Obama fan. He was really offended by well, it. Well, yeah, this is Shepard Skidmark, you know, <laughs> Smith. And he, he really, you see how he makes this thing about race. And it really isn't about race at all. He's asking, is he going to be a slave to the international corporations mm -hmm. that took over to this uh, took over this country? Has nothing to do with him being a black man. Is he going to be a slave to the international corporations? That's what he's asking him. What about, what about Shepard, Uncle Tom's cabin, though? What about the racial implications of that, you know? Piece of literature. The, the the whole process, the whole thing of Uncle Tom's Cabin was the fact that he pandered to a person that was enslaving others, and and that's okay, what so, Ralph Nader was saying. Right. Is he going to pander to a comp to international corporate corporate that are enslaving others? Is he going to do that? Mm -hmm. And that was his question. And Shepard Smith could not get past the fact that he was saying all these eloquent and important points. He was just essentially saying. My gosh, we just elected a black man, and you said Uncle Tom. How yeah. dare you? Just the most shallow uh, analysis that I've ever seen. And this is the type of crap, typical type of crap that you see out of Fox News. Mm -hmm. I got another Fox Radio uh, clip here, that is, but it's just so typical. I mean, that is why Shepard Smith is is a freaking skid mark. That is why that he is the crap smeared on my toilet after I eat too much P.F. Chang's. That's <laughs> why he is who he is. Because I haven't got a brain. <laughs> are you gonna uh, are you gonna kind of come up with all the names? I know you've already come up with uh, Glenn Beck as the turd. He is the turd. And now uh, Shepard Smith is a skid mark. Now <laughs> Brian Kilmeade was. Um, he was a skid mark, but you know he's he's kind of 
as uh, as, as this good man would say. How did you take that name away from Brian Kilmeade? Of all he, he is he is a bastard, but he's kind of uh, as as our new Skidmark would say, he's been reduced to irrelevance. You know, Brian Kilmeade. Sandwich. You know, Kilmeade was the guy in class who always got views and spitballs were thrown all over. Make you just say that right now. Yeah. But getting more important issues here, Ben, and um, you know, I, I feel your pain. Do you wanted to play the radio clip? Would that make you feel better? Well, no. It's just it just shows the ignorance of Fox News people and how they just <laughs> hire freaking morons. It's nothing just, new. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some guy calls into the. It's basically some guy calls into the radio show and says, hey, I think Obama's for change, and then he starts spelling out why, and then the guy starts playing hippie music behind him and, and just kind of, you know, making fun of him because yeah. he's he he, ob- he obviously believes in, in stuff. I don't like that. change! <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, a new, uh, a new study, I guess you could say it's a report. Uh, U.S. power and influence will decline in the future. I mean, geez, saw that. This has been basically our, you know, this is what we talked about on the show in the last don't year. Don't know the power of the dark side. But we were wrong. No, we've, we've just been wrong the entire time. Yeah, of course. A government report released Thursday paints an alarming picture of an unstable future for international relations defined by waning American influence, a fragmentation of political power, and intensifying struggles for increasingly scarce natural resources. The report, quote, Global Trends 2025, a transformed world, end quote. Oh, Sounds like boy. a bad video game. Was drafted <laughs> by the National Intelligence Council to better inform U.S. policymakers, starting with the incoming administration of President-elect Barack Obama, about the factors most likely to shape major international trends and conflicts through the year 2025. Although the United States is likely to remain the single most powerful actor, the United States' relative strength, even in the military realm, will decline and U.S. leverage will become more constrained, says the report, which is the fourth in a series from Intelligence Council. The report argues that the, quote, international system as constructed following the Second World War will owe Will almost uh, will be almost unrecognizable by 2025. Wow! Wow! Owing the rise of emerging powers, a globalizing economy, and historic transfer of relative wealth and economic power from west to east, and the growing influence of non-state actors. So yeah, I mean, you know, in so many words, I mean, we kind of see this coming. America is becoming more of a third world nation uh, than we, I guess, than I ever thought it would would become. Uh, And who knows what's going to happen in the next four years. Uh, from so many standpoints, just from the you know from foreign affairs, I'm I'm just curious in that realm, what are we going to do? I mean, how are we going to attack Iran um, with the lack of military folk we already have now? With the, with you know uh-huh. without implementing a draft, God yeah. God help us. Well, I, th- <clears throat> I think from an economic standpoint, that's a lot of uh, the things that our quote unquote controllers are. are worried about. You know, they understand that this is a war type of economy and that we need war to survive. Essentially, economically, we need war. So they're trying to push this war on Iran. They're using every excuse possible. But people just refuse to pull the trigger. They just refuse to, to go to war anymore. They're just sick of killing people in, or, or our country killing people in our name. I mean, just just don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't care. Damn the consequences, you know? Damn <laughs> yeah. what happens. Well, and that's the thing. And I guess the, the one part of it, I've talked to a lot of people. I've talked to people in, inside government. Damn actually, the consequences. People who, who've worked yes, for the government. You, and it's just every time I talk about foreign affairs, every time I talk about wars and how, you know, I'm against the Iraq war and I'm certainly not for the Iran war anymore, it's just I, I keep getting this, this, this word bad. I keep getting this idea pushed and try to they try to push this idea into my head that well you don't understand you know we have to balance this region everything's about balance and I'm like yeah I, I can't see it despite uh, I'll read you the rest of the article. Was it balance when uh, when we printed textbooks that used 
depicted hand grenades as, as counting tools for children? Was that balanced? <laughs> exactly. I mean, we've killed how many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people? Is that actually balancing or unbalancing? But I don't know. We'll talk about it more on the other end of the Animal Farm. And then the power segment. Don't forget a real power segment this time <laughs> on the Friday edition of the Animal Farm. Stay tuned, folks. We shall return. It's Ridley for all of you. Of the 3 million plus edible food plants that grow on earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Max for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Freedom Underground. Radio. Yeah, cool. 
Welcome back, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show is what you're listening to. Our website, again, is animalfarmshow.com. This is our final broadcast, uh, final segment of the night, but our final broadcast, I guess, as you can call it, the proverbial test week. Yes. And afterwards, Monday, we guess we're really going to go and push this network as hard as we possibly can, and I'm hopefully very excited. Anyways, yeah. yeah, well, let's hope. And, and, of course, there's many other things that we're going to get running, and hopefully other the other hosts and the phones and everything else, and we're looking forward to it, man, and we've obviously made some great progress thus far. Uh, but it, it's just good to be back. Uh, when we left off before that last break, we're talking about this uh, story, U.S. power and influence will decline in the future, and and, you know, every day. Yeah, every day. And of course it is. And the, just for me, I mean, one of the things I just take out of the articles is this idea that, you know, we're, we're you know, our responsibility is to play balancer in, 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 with these wars overseas. And America's just got nonsense because of our power. We have to we have to be the balancer. We're so, you know, we're responsible oh, for, for, you know, balancing this and balancing that. And or this I, thing that we need to lead the world in, into this or lead the world into that. You know, we're the leaders of the world. We need to lead by example. We don't yeah. need to lead by uh, by uh, at the force of a gun like we have been doing. You know? That's right. And then there's a statement. Uh, Despite the recent rise in anti-Americanism, the U.S. probably will continue to be seen as a much-needed regional balancer in the Middle East and Asia, the report says. And I, again, I just, I, what is balance? Someone give up, you know, bring me the definition of balance, and let's try to apply it to creating wars uh, under false pretenses and killing Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people, whether they be terrorists or innocent people, it doesn't matter. And every time, you know, I, I can't see the balance there. But just to finish up a couple sentences here: the American military will uh, continue to be expected to play the leading role in the war against global terrorism. And then you also ask that question: you're like, wait a minute. So we're fighting the war on terrorism, but we're also being the balancer. What, what in the name of God are we doing? Uh, through the though the United He's bombing States people's houses, I'm saying and this, this their, is obviously their aunts and uncles yeah, isn't terrorism. It's yeah. not about balance. Balance is about trading with nations. Balance is about you know not you know getting involved in other people's wars. Uh, though the United States will, as a whole will be less uh, able to quote call the shots without the support of strong partnerships. So yeah, the, basically the gist of the article is that we're going down, folks. But we still have to make sure that we play the role of balancer and make sure we keep into these wars. Um, so that's that's the deal. But you know, you can check out that article. That's out of CNN. Everything, again, folks, it's on our website, animalfarmshow.com. We have this new delicious feed. So everything we look at is being watched by our website, which is really it's cool. Crazy. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us uh, for any reason, you can uh, obviously email us at info at animalfarmshow.com yes. and tell us how great or horrible we are at doing this radio show. And I think it is uh, time for a nice lengthy power segment, Ben. Yeah. Could, it, could it be? Hell yeah. Um, I think I think it's time for a power segment. Pi, can you queue up the power segment? We're not on drugs, but we are in right. power segment. Yes. All right, Janet Jackson's Nipplegate. All right. Case could reach the U.S. High Court, believe it or not. Yeah, the U.S. government has asked the Supreme Court to reimpose a half-million-dollar fine slapped on CBS television for a 2004 broadcast of live images of pop star Janet Jackson's beautiful breasts, I might say. Well, court yeah. documents obtained by AFP show. Uh, it is up to the Supreme Court to decide whether it will consider the request. Yeah. No kidding. It's no problem if we, we, we could torture people in fictional uh, movies on TV, and that's no, no big deal. But if a breast just happens to pop out. But on that note, Ben, I was not very impressed with the breast because of, of the ring, that like that nasty spike it was ring. A, it was a sun ring. It was a sun ring, what yeah. What the hell? I mean, it was awfully shapely. Why, I've always been a big fan of Janet Jackson's breasts. Well, who hasn't? But why, why ruin it with that with that? 
ring, that thing, that spike, that like yeah. Chinese star or whatever it was. It was wildly That really killed it for me, yeah, because yeah. it's just I can't enjoy the breasts. But okay. I'm also addicted to boobies. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's like seeing the breasts without the nipple. It just doesn't doesn't do it for me. But okay, go ahead anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, number this is an update from yesterday's story. Number of juveniles number held two. at Guantanamo, Guantanamo almost twice. Official Pentagon figures. This is what they found out. I'm sure it's even more than that. But this is out of the Raw story. Yeah. Number of juveniles held at Guantanamo almost twice what the uh, official Pentagon figure was. Probably like three times. Not more. Probably three or four or five. It, they're just they're just so criminal. It just doesn't get any worse than, yeah. the, than what the yeah. Pentagon's doing. That's what there. it is. I mean, you know, just because you're not a bad person, just because you don't agree with torture, doesn't mean that uh, we're not doing it. And, and frankly, I think you have to think about that when you talk about foreign policy and government action. I mean, look, our government, what our government does represents us as a country, and that's why we are seen the way we are around the world. But let me fit one in here. This will piss, ah, lo- piss a lot of people off. The <laughs> We're going to go number three. <laughs> I was going to keep this for a teaser, but oh, my, Tony. My, my head's been crazy tonight. Joy Bear of The View basically says that homeschooled people are demented. Let me play this. Uh, yeah, geez. of course. All right. That would be what I would do for homeschooling. I think it actually is a good thing. A lot of them are fine. demented when they're homeschooled. No, they're not. I have a lot of friends who are homeschooled. And, and, and all, the, all, the, all, the, all the stupid, uh, ignorant me. women in the studio are laughing. Not true, parents. A lot of parents now are actually homeschooling because it's, it's less expensive than children. They, they learn to be scared of other no, children. They're still on soccer it's teams, mommy and, and daddy it's telling us that, that, it's, that it's a complete dirt. <laughs> this is the general consensus. Oh, right. To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But Jamanta's I mean, just talking, huh? Mom, it, this, Jeez, this, is what, this is what the show is. The show is just a bunch of women who have basically nothing else to do with their time broadcasting to a bunch of women who basically have nothing better to do with their time. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that, that, that is the view in a, no, in a nutshell. And the, the only, only thing worth watching on The View was when Rosie O'Donnell came out and talked yeah. about 9-11. That was the only piece of meaningful information. It was the only think, time I've ever uh, agreed with Elizabeth Waterdame. Uh, the, the blonde? The, the blonde. The hot, the, she the was dumb. the one that was defending it, so she leave it up to the hot blonde in the room. And then Ron yeah. Paul was on that show once. They only wins nice. every single spelling bee that ever happens. They're only two or three times more educated than the average person, but they're demented because yeah, well, they're not you know, uh, in regards with the state. You know, I mean, just... Stupid. She's demented. Stupid shows for stupid people. But that, you know, that is that, that is one of the that is one of the beliefs that yes, uh, homeschool children are stupid. And on top of that, that they are afraid of other children, which we know is not true. We just know oh, it uh, from from things. But anyway, p- moving on. Power segment. I, I I will not give it up. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. You, your turn. Power. Yes. We all know that uh, Barack Obama's inaugurational crowd is going to be huge. It's going to be massive. Probably the biggest. In the it's going to be the, the biggest United. in history. Oh, yes. Man. So they are they are setting up air patrol and cameras to watch the crowd. And I'm sure they'll have a, a, a number of other, um, you know, facial recognition. Oh, you know uh, it's going to be Police State America. Yes, behavior recognition type of stuff to uh, celebrate the, the newest dictator that we have in office. This is out of <laughs> Yahoo News. Uh, law enforcement officials bracing for the tar- for the largest crowd in inaugural history are preparing for far-reaching security, thousands of video cameras, sharpshooters, air patrols to safeguard President-elect Barack Obama. Now think about that, sharpshooters. Sharpshooters. Yeah. They're going to be pointing guns at, the, at these people <laughs> at the in the guy, crowd. The president. It's just the reward, I guess, that you get for going there um, well, and, I mean, and, and no. being politically active. You get a gun pointed at you. That's the way. That's that's the way the fucking. Uh, well, there, there you go. There, you're slipping already. Well, thank, thank God it's still a test show. Yeah. yeah, well, unfortunately, I mean, you have to have some security measures, but there's going to be a million-plus people at this event. Apparently, from what I understand, there's going to be over a million people. So well, let's just point guns at all of them, and they'll well, be okay. You know, I, don't, I don't know how you could – I don't even know how to prepare to try to run security for that event, but take it for what you will. Uh, moving That's on great. here, video game technology now giving veterans a new lease on life. This is some good news. Yeah, you know, you don't often hear good news about veterans. 
Veterans. <laughs> but I like talking about veterans, and uh, they obviously are just the they are the uh, ugly stepchild of mainstream media. They just never get talked about. They're just abused. So Staff Sergeant Brian Shar got behind the wheel of a white Chevy Colorado yesterday and went for a spin. The vehicle remained snugly parked in a room at Walter Reed Army Medical Center in northwest Washington, despite the large screens in front of the truck, which showed a street-level view of small-town America. Traffic was indeed light. Shar lost his legs in a roadside bombing in Baghdad 14 months ago. Yesterday, he showed off the new simulator based on video game technology designed to help patients such as him get comfortable behind the wheel again. Soldiers serving overseas are taught a different set of driving skills than the rest of us. Speed up when driving through overpasses, don't use turn signals, and don't stop at intersections. Uh. Walter Reed, of course, duh. I mean, this is obviously, this is war, and the roadside bombs are a huge thing. Walter Reed's new driving simulator is designed to help the, bring those instincts back to civilian levels where the rules of the road take priority. So, I mean... This is great for more than just the reason of getting people back to civilian-type driving rules. And I know I use that word lightly, sorry. But uh, this is what I've kind of been asking for in a lot of ways. You you train someone, you train a human being, male or female, mm-hmm. you train them for war. Yeah. Uh, when they come back, they're obviously extremely – if they do come back, they're obviously mentally extremely different. I mean this, this is not like you or me. They don't have the same uh, set of morals and you know, ethics they've been trained yeah. to be a killer. So, I mean, this is a nice way, I think, if it is effective, to get someone back into – normal type american life without you know uh, having uh, maybe maybe this will help flashbacks maybe this will help post-traumatic stress disorder uh, and I, I think you can apply this method to more than just driving i think you can apply it to just in everyday behavior yes. slowly but sure you have to get these people back to some where you know where they were back in the day yeah. before they were trained to be a soldier so i mean this this i don't know maybe maybe i'm just being naive but uh, moving on physical therapists have been using off the shelf video game technology for years no i'm still on this one <laughs> said ben sawyer co-founder of games for health sorry by my bad a grassroots organization that had worked to connect video game developers with healthcare professionals so not all video games are unhealthy ben see we're, we're even helping veterans with them now so that's really good it's true. It's very true. It is true, damn it. This one out of Newsmax.com. Power! Bush hands over reins of U.S. economy to the European Union. The results of the G20 economic summit amount to nothing less than the seamless integration of the United States into the European economy. In one month of legislation and one diplomatic meeting, the United States has unilaterally abdicated all the gains of the concept of free markets won by the Reagan administration and surrendered in total to the Western European model of socialism, stagnation, and excessive government regulation. I think it's perfectly right. reasonable. Amen. Stem cells. Oh, give me the music. Come on, Pyth. Got to make sure we're organized here <laughs> in the animal farm. Stem cells restoring hearing vision in animals. This is uh, one of the many topics I try to keep a close eye on because I know that the, the government does not want us to be healthy and be able to, you know, cure cancer, God forbid. Uh, Washington, out of Reuters, stem cells from tiny embryos can be used to restore lost hearing and vision in animals, researchers said Tuesday. Very and what, impressive. Yeah, and what they believe is a first step toward helping people. One team repaired hearing in guinea pigs using human bone marrow stem cells, uh, while another crew functioning eyes in tadpoles using frog cells. While there are no immediate uses for humans, they said their findings help describe some of the most basic biological processes underlying the development of hearing and sight and may help in the development of the new field of regenerative medicine. So nice. that's it for us, folks. Animal Farm Show is uh, over for this Friday edition. Catch
catch us Monday, same time, same place, and hopefully with a lot more cool stuff like phones and whatnot. <laughs> Thanks again to Jack Blood. Thanks again for you for listening, and we will talk to you all, hopefully, on Monday. Thanks, folks. Take care. Thank you. Goodbye. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Launch sequence initiated. Audio level check set to zero dB. Controls 24 mix plus HD system active. Audio encoders active. Pushing signal worldwide. Freedom underground. Radio clear. Prepare your mind to experience freedom underground radio. Welcome.